batting down the hashes on this brand new and ultimate showdown episode of Dead Men Roll No Crits. This is your Captain Patrick, aka the GM here, to press gang you all into listening to this climactic finale. Joining me in perhaps their last chance at playing their PCs are my four friends and your players. That's Jibbert, Rebecca, Seth, and Tyler. Hey. Hello. Hi. Can you calm down, Seth? Jeez. The energy here <laughs> just radiating off of you. Gosh, I'm really sorry, Patrick. I'll do better. Oh, boy. We won't redo the intro, but uh, hey, folks. How are you guys doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing great. You lived through Riptide Caves. You took on the Brine Brood Queen. Oh, just barely. Her monstrous son. You saved both the NPCs, Patrick Medlar and Standard Quinn, and here you guys are! Victorious! Congratulations, yeah. I was talking to my wife about how I, I, I really do like this system, and I and I don't mean to I don't this shouldn't come across as masochistic, but this system is just harder. It's just harder. It's like I feel like I am more punished whenever anything happens in this particular game than than Pathfinder One or Starfinder, and I've enjoyed that challenge. It really has felt like some serious dire straits. I thought we were. I I, I didn't think we were coming out of the sea cave. I I too enjoy it when eighty percent of my attack rolls miss. Yes. It's, it is something, yeah. I feel like in all these games, whether you're playing the amazing Pathfinder or Dungeons & Dragons or One uh, one Dungeon or, or what is it called? Uh, Dungeon World, those kind of systems. If you're going into a, a dark, scary cave that is full of monsters, you gotta have that, that fear of the gods in you that you might not walk out of it alive. And any fight, you know, can go can go really south and, and, and turn very dangerous and likewise it can also be a, a kind of a cakewalk depending on your roles that's true 20s are always helpful and yeah although i will say it's already starting to <laughs> it's already starting to happen a little bit where patrick you crit on an 18 with whale mm-hmm. and i think that's just going to become more and more common when we have these deadly encounters where 17, 18, it's like every big baddie has keen. I mean, the, the, the other crazy thing is that at higher levels, you know, sort of like once the armor gap opens up a little bit, they crit on different numbers for different people. Right. So if, I, if you're, I don't know, so let's say some sort of a caster sort yeah, <laughs> who's not allowed to wear metal. For example, <laughs> for example, I'm just reaching out of thin air here, yeah, picking yeah. out an example. Dude, I mean, it's like oh. somebody could crit me on like a twelve. Yeah. <laughs> like, Spellcasters got done a little dirty in this edition. I mean, many spells got nerfed, and I think they're more critable than anybody. Yeah, so. yeah, we 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 real squishy. We real squishy. You, you want to be in the back there. <laughs> slinging them spells. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I did give the whale a plus 12 attack bonus on its first bite attack, which means that 18 was a 30. <laughs> pretty pretty dirty and dangerous. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we, pr- we probably won't get any more enemies with that high of an attack bonus uh, anytime soon. Oh yeah, so. sure. 
Are you guys ready to head back into the fantasy world of Skull and Shackles and see what's awaiting you on aboard your erstwhile vessel? Yar! Yes. This adventure starts and perhaps that evening as you guys are, you set up like a little pulley system to start filling um, buckets of water and dipping them into the, the barrels here at the, the lodge and the, the spring besides it, getting ready to seal them up and, and roll them down the mountain towards the, the sea and the ship. You guys are, are resting, I imagine, one last time here overnight while this process is, is going on. I would say so, yeah. Yeah. I could I could definitely use a nap. And what does that give us for hit points? I'm so glad you asked. So resting uh, a full eight hours is your constitution modifier times your level back that you get. Ah. Oof. Minimum of zero, right? I don't think you lose it if your constitution is negative. <laughs> um, Kurt, you just start uh, dying. I know it's like <laughs> yeah, you die every huh. time you sleep. <laughs> well, it, it kind of sucks because my con, my con mod is one, so it's one times three. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, yeah, that's well. That don't, is low. I, since we're not really under any time constraints, couldn't we apply uh, treat wounds again? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You guys can see to your wounds as well. By the time you get out of the cave and back up mountainside it's it's only midday it's only about noon so there's plenty of time to to see to those wounds and both badger medlar and sandara can help out as well as some of these other pirates under rosie cuswell who you, you find at the top of the mountain so, so how did how did they uh, how did they find this place i mean they've been exploring for a full day uh, as well and uh I, I just imagine coming across the, the remains of ghouls that you've hacked up and a giant bug, <laughs> underground bug, <laughs> and things like that. And then just kind of follow the, the, the same path you found uh, up the mountainside. Would you like us to make those rolls, or do you want to just assume that we could eventually get, get what we need? For this one, we're going to hand wave um, for, okay. for speed's sake. Uh, because there is nothing that's going to interrupt you here in the middle of the night. You've, you've dealt with most of the, the dangers up here on the, the mountaintop at the lodge. You can rest up and, and steal yourself for, for what's coming, as indeed they'll, Rosie Cuswell and Sindara will uh, make a, a bonfire of some of the vine chokers. We've got the vine chokers' bodies, you've got some, some driftwood that's been pulled up from, from the sea here to build the lodge and they start tearing it down to build that bonfire and get dried off and get all their sundries dried. In the night, as you guys are resting, uh, Sindaro will kind of pull you aside and say, I, it's nice we're, we're all alive, but I think that Mr. Plug thinks you will not be alive once you return. I think the plan might be to leave you all here or take your tickets as soon as you step aboard the ship What's, what's the plan for once you get back aboard? I think we should just blindly trust that he'd be nice. <laughs> Who is she talking to, specifically? The four of you. Oh, gotcha. Took us all by the ear. Yeah. You imagine you're all around the fire, kind of resting and taking your time to um, heal these wounds and, and warm up. I think uh, at that question, Hunter will probably look at the others to kind of gauge their response and say, I've been waiting for an excuse. Oh, well, we know, Honto. We know. 
if, if you move to mutiny, mind you, there's a, a number on the ship that are with ye. I've, I've spoken with Badger, and she said she owes us her life, so I can count on her. Rosie Cuswell comes up, you know, listening to this from afar, and says, uh, My lads here won't lay a hand on ya, but that still leaves a whole lot of crew loyal to plug and scourge in the rest of them. I'm worried that even if we take up arms aside you, uh, it's gonna mean a lot of dead crew. Aye, we need to at least make sure we have enough to properly sail the vessel back where we want to go. Do we have a sense that we would have uh, enough crew to uh, to sail if it was just the people who are allied, w- allied with us? Sindara says, you know, for the man's promise we'd be needing at least 20, 25 crew members to sail the ship true which means you can't lose but five to ten or so, but at best we cut that number down to as, as few as possible, five five or less. There's, I think, 32 on the ship right now, but, you know, one of those is Jack Scramshaw, another one of those is um, the uh, Ambrose group, so not, like, the best sailors. Yeah. Maybe, hmm. perhaps instead of an open mutiny, Try and sneak on board and just take care of Plug himself and those we know to be more loyal to him. As I said, he'll he'll be waiting for you. I, I don't think there's any catching him by surprise. Mm. I can think of a way or two. Perhaps we uh, uh, surprise him by approaching the ship unexpectedly. Maybe we swim while... Uh, while the cargo was being loaded onto one side, maybe perhaps we climb up the other. I know, I know, some of you are best, better swimmers than other, others perhaps. But swimming along the side of the ship, you might be inviting yourself, uh, be a tasting menu for whatever creatures lie in the depths there around the ship. Who knows if they'd be chubbing the waters or, or whatnot, waiting for you? Hmm. Could what if we split the party? <laughs> And one of us uh, acted as a distraction while the others came aboard the other side of the ship. There's there's quite a number of them loyal to Scourge. I'm sure they'll be on the the lookouts. So your bet's uh, as as good as mine as as, uh, what would happen in that situation. But they, if if they uh, feel like you're coming at them sideways, they might throw uh, uh, an Ichito Greg or a Bon Bonnet at you. To, to try and carve you up first, and if that happens, you know, Rosie Cuswell here might stand up and, and come at you and and try and get your back, and in that situation, we might have an all-out fight on, on the, the top deck. So perhaps we just... And I can't believe I'm even saying this. We could do this more straightforward and honestly. Probably something that Honto would prefer, but it might be we just try to declare that Plug doesn't have the best of intentions uh, for the crew and that he can either step down or face the consequences and we can try to persuade those to not necessarily join us but also to maybe not fight against us either. There are those like Plug back in my home. Not from my clan but from nearby clans. They try to rule with fear and fearful tend to follow them but once you show that they are not to be feared they tend to lose a lot of respect so you want to get on board uh, 
the early hours of the next morning and see if he can raise a ruckus. Crush his trachea while they watch. <laughs> We're gonna put him in the boo box. Let's uh, let's fast forward a bit as you know. Throughout the the way early morning hours, you guys will have to be rolling these barrels from you know like 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. across the the islands, perhaps getting them to the water's edge and then floating them the rest of the way. There's a coolness, there's a stillness in the air. Even before you step aboard the ship, the repairs have have finalized at this point. They're just getting ready to kind of turn the man's promise around and set sail. Let me take us back to a familiar map we haven't seen in a number of episodes. Ooh. Let me make sure I was interpreting your GM speak correctly mm-hmm. earlier. Are you saying that we're at full hit points and we didn't have to roll for it? Uh, yes. Yeah, because hey, we have just enough wanted to make sure. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, full hit points. You've got your, your focus points back, everything else you need. As you get back aboard the ship, they start hauling up the, the barrels. It's a fairly laborious process, so a number of uh, pirates are involved in this and kind of the aft of the ship. Plug will call down from the, the top deck here and says, Oh, why, if it isn't my favorite whipping boy and, and the rest of you. You all got here just in time. Uh, we're getting re- uh, to set sail without you. I think it being addressed, Hanta will, like, gesture over at Sandara with a hand, wordlessly. Thank you for waiting. It's much appreciated. We're obliged to you for it. Uh, Sandara Quinn is here as well. Good, you you found her. As you guys are stepping aboard the, the ship here, you notice several, indeed, of the, the captain's men. Ichito Greg... The Craven Phipps Chumlet, Bond Bonnet, Pity Patterson, <laughs> Kegel's Jumpstack, a whole lot of them have their weapons at their side, and um, or some of them maybe are concealing them in some way. They all look ready for a fight. Cassius, you get a glance over from Sandara, just kind of like nodding to you. Take control of the situation. Cassius steps forward and says... You know, the more that I walked around that godforsaken island, the more I couldn't help but think back on the lovely times that I've spent aboard this and the Wormwood with you, Mr. Plug, and I just can't help but find myself thinking that your leadership skills have been found wanting. You're not really the best for the crew and for the ship. You're a selfish man, and I think it's time for a change of leadership here. And for all those who are loyal to you, perhaps you should rethink your stance. And for all those of ye who aren't, or who are questioning which way the winds are going to blow, I say we let fate decide. So it's up to you, Mr. Plug. Why don't you let better man commend the ship and step down? Or we can do this the much harder way. Hmm. Hard indeed, Mr. Vell. We have had our disagreements in the past, but for the good of my crew, I cannot abide this talk of sedition, of conspiracy aboard my ship. Uh, I have I've heard of the talking in the, the night about casting off your chains. Well, let me be the first to uh, tell you 
I will be taking that chain and fastening it around your necks. There's a movement behind you as well as Rosie Cuswell, Barefoot Sam's Toppins, Badger Medlar all healed up, and Ratline Ratsburger kind of draw swords and kind of move behind you to, to defend you all. But Sendara steps forward and kind of like calms him and says, Mr. Plug, there needn't be all this bloodshed. Uh, we heard you had planned to strip this vessel and, and break off from Captain Harrigan. And I imagine he'd be rather unhappy indeed to hear of your, your Wormwood Mutiny talk then, the same way that that you, you're you unhappy about Cassius here. Roll credits. <laughs> I said the titular line. It's, it's the line. It's the name of the book. Yeah, we were confused last week. It's like, how are we going to... It's a mutiny from the Wormwood. <laughs> uh, Mr. Plug says, Preposterous! Listen here, crew. We shall settle this with a duel. Me and my Beth against Cathyeth and yours. Four on four, whoever lives wins this sip. And may do with her as he pleaseth. What say you, scallywags? I think you've just made Honto's entire week. Yes. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's initiative turn order time. Let's, that's, uh, let's make. That's the meanest way I've heard Jabert start a combat in years. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's roll some Inish. We're just doing perception for this one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, unless anybody had anything else they wanted to do. Oh snap. Can I sneak around? I I guess we're kind of out in the open, huh? (laughs) Unfortunately. Can I use athletics? No, I'm just joking. I flexed to the start of the initiative turn order. Okay, we are in deed initiative turn order. And Cassius Vell and Candosa both roll a twenty six. you can work it out between you. Who wants to go first? But if Candoso's got the higher, you can certainly claim that as your own. I should mention on the other side here, Mr. Plug comes down the the stairs and has Owlbear Hartshorn and Phipps Chumlet in front of him, as well as his first mate, Master Scourge, ready with a whip and a sword here. Hmm. Well, I got my eyes on that Scourge. Bird's thinking about turning into a shark. <laughs> flop, 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 flop. Just flop on over to him. I dare you to follow me into the water. <laughs> I dare you. I, I, I pick I pick Candoso up. We're doing this. <laughs> Let's see here. Ten foot burst. Okay. Oh, oh no. Not quite bunched, you're not quite bunched up. What is, it, what is a ten foot burst? <laughs> oh. What isn't a ten foot burst? <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't remember. Are they uh, uh, flat-footed... Uh, if you beat them in initiative, is that how this works in this game? Yeah, yeah. Right now they they are going to be okay. Then I'm going to uh, lash out with an electric arc, mm-hmm. take advantage of mm-hmm. perhaps the one time when they may have a slightly lower reflex, <laughs> um, and I'm going to tag Master Scourge and Old Fipsy Chum Face with uh, with an electric arc. Uh, right. Ooh, max damage on it. 
Ooh, good stuff. If I can do it, uh, it's our basic reflex saving throw. So, I'm sorry, Scourge uh, first, right? Yes. And he's like the the more difficult. Yeah, it, it hits it hits both of them. So. Oh, is there a difference in the DCs between them? No. No. Let's see. Uh, so just reflex. Yep. Scourge oh is critically succeeded, and I can tell you, Phipps Shemlock's failed. Nice. All right. So Phipps will take all 12. That's excellent. I think on a critical success, I'm trying to remember if critical success is... Nope, no damage on a critical success. Ooh. So. Just zapped, jumped out of the way, right. and he just Phipps jumped out of the way. Phipps was standing there. Derg. <laughs> I mean, we've had Phipps' number for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. That's uh, that's uh, what I'll do for that. And I guess with my other... I guess I have one more action. I'll uh, move away a little bit. Sort of towards the back of this situation. Gotcha. This higgledy piggledy. Okay, back towards Sandara and them. Mm-hmm. Cassius Vell, you're up next. All right, let's do a bone mot. On Albert, I'm gonna do what I should should have done. Should have murdered Albert from the beginning. I Cassie's gonna go after Albert. He's already matched up against him once, thinking he can do it again. Does uh, an 18 beat your will DC? Uh, yes. Excellent. Second action is going to be. Up. Wait, we didn't have our weapons out, did we? No. Second action is going to be to move up a little bit. Third (laughs) action is going to be to pull out a sword. Excellent, excellent. Okay. I've rolled very well on a number of initiatives. So the next couple of folks that get to go are Phipps Chumlet, Mr. Plug, and Alabama. Bear is actually going to kind of move forward and keep the the ship's mainmast between you and Cassius, and it's going to move right up to Alaris. Mr. Plug is moving right into you, Cassius. Okay. With a single action, I think Phipps is going to move behind him. First off, uh, Owlbear is going to... He's uh, dragging a club behind him, Alaris. He's going to start taking a couple wild swings at you. Yeah. Claiming nimble dodge on this first one. That's pretty good. Gives you a little uh, bonus there. Yeah. And... Oh, might need it. What's your, your armor class? So that would be a 21 with nimble dodge. Might be saving yourself from a critical hit here. I've rolled a 17 on the dice. Uh, that is just a hit, though, for four points of damage. As he brings that club down, and he's going to try for that second attack. Second attack is a miss. I've rolled a three on the dice. Uh, Mr. Plug is going to come up to you, Cassius, and he has a wicked-looking sword you've seen him carrying since the beginning of this adventure. Uh, rarely brings it out, but it's a it's all rusted over in parts, and the the guard has a wicked-looking skull motif to it. It's on the character's art. I can show you here. Oh, yeah. That looks nice. Something he's he keeps very guarded. Uh, his sword is going to come at you, flashing at you for an attack. Uh, 16 on the dice is going to be a hit. What is your armor class? 
19. Brings this cutlass down on you and says, Have at you! Classic one. Uh, 11 points of damage. Okay, holy. From 2d6, indeed. Magically ensorcelled blade, perhaps. Yeah, that's what He had a drawback, because I don't think he had drawn a weapon. Phipps Shumlet, I think, is going to draw his weapon as he pulls forward. And I gave Phipps a, a, a club as well, a giant club. Oh my. Please don't bash my brains out. He's ready for it. Uh, he's, a, he's a little less capable than, of course, the captain then. But I've rolled a 12 on the dice, and that is just a hit. Right. You're at 19? Yeah. Oh, that's just a hit. Oh, Love being unconscious in two turns. <laughs> Ten points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, multiple hits coming in. That is, yeah, that is a, a bunch of them moving all at once. Uh, but next in the turn order, hopefully even in the playing field, Honto. Could I, just out of out of curiosity, move up to a, let's say a Master Scourge, perhaps, and try to shove him off the edge of the ship? So he's uh, more than five feet away, and there's also on his side here the the rowboats uh, attached to the side of the ship is like the closest area. So it'd be fairly difficult. There's not like an open area for for a shoving. The railing comes up you know, about four and a half feet. It is specifically you push an opponent away from you. Yeah, so you'd be able to push him towards the edge, maybe with one shove attack. But uh, getting them, picking them up and like throwing them over would be something else entirely. And probably, at this point, take more than three actions. So take more than a turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, never mind then. I guess what uh, what Hunter will do is, in order to try and stop Master Scourge from joining the fray with the others, actually. Oh, yeah, he's got a he's got a finger, you know, picking at you in the, the open air. There's about 10 feet of space between you. And he's got like, oh, he's got a small hatchet out. Ah, a hatchet, you say. You know what? I'm trying to think. I don't think that Scourge is really that threatening. To think of Ooh, it, yeah, so. like a little little hand axe. Uh, Patrick, I have noticed that this square that I'm indicating, the one that is exactly opposite of Mr. Plug, mm-hmm. is 15 feet away from Hanto, which means that I can automatically successfully do a horizontal jump to that position <laughs> without rolling an athletics check. Would you say that I could jump behind him from this current position? No, you've got Owlbear in the way, so there's there's someone blocking. Ugh, you don't let me have any fun. <laughs> I'm so, sorry the the distances here aren't aren't helping you out. What do you mean? That's a totally unachievable distance. No, yeah, maybe there's someone in the way. I'm jumping. Jumping over him. Yeah, you, you can. I mean, he can potentially stop you, though. Just walk around him there. <laughs> well, that is also fine. But he's going to Owlbear make that attack of opportunity again. Is there him. a way to move in such a way that you don't provoke an attack of opportunity in the system? I believe acrobatics you could potentially roll. Do you want to try that? Because yeah. you've seen Owlbear fight. He is a, a dangerous combatant for sure. Yeah, it's true. That's true. So, tumbling through is part of a, a move action. Stride up to your speed, 
and you can move through the space of an enemy, and it's an acrobatics against their reflex DC. Oh, reflex DC is tough to hit. Um, I've got a hero point. You know what? I'm doing it because I, I need to help. I need to help. Uh, yeah, you want to get on plug? I need to help catch this note here, I think. So let's get that acrobatics roll. Whoop, I'm using that hero point. Whoop, got the same result. Oh, oh no. <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah, that was two threes on the dice. That's incredible. Thank you. Hey, at Thank least they points. won't be on your attack rolls now. Natural 20 on uh, on that attack. Bringing that club down on you. 14 points of damage, Honto. Starting this combat out right. Uh, I tried to do fun things, but then it ended up with me just walking over and hitting a guy. Cool. Well, there we go. Well, you tried to do not dangerous things, perhaps, but the danger was present. Wolf stance, uh, 40 blows. On Mr. Pug. Ooh, okay. 21. Okay, it looks like Phipps Tremel is trying to intervene to, to bodyguard his captain here. Okay. But that is going to be enough. 21 is a hit. And then second attack. How much damage was that first one? Oh. Uh, 13. Second attack was a 24. Ooh, both hits. Good rolls. Go. 10. So actually, that's since that's a flurry of blows, that is 23 damage wow. specifically. 23 piercing. Ouch. Ouch, ouch, ouch. No, no bark skin on this guy right here. He's taken a lot of damage. Got some more targets. Is Yeah, that's three actions for you, right? Correct. Let's get on to Alaris. Alaris was going to move to where Hanto just moved, but that's okay because now we're flanking mm. on Owlbear. It's so. a yeah, it's a it's a weird like chess equation. How many times you guys can be <laughs> flanked or flanking uh, in this four on four combat? It works for Alaris. I prefer this arrangement because it puts Alaris in a lot less danger. Yeah, no, I I was like hesitant to tumble through and get over there, but also I wanted to be, you know, flanking with somebody, and that was the only way I saw until you moved. So now I don't have to move at all, and I can just take out my curved blade and um, try to hit this gigantic owlbear guy right in front of me. Oh no, it's a natural, natural one. Natural one on the first one. Yeah, he, uh, you see, he has still that bad side, that bad eye, but it's He's got like an eye patch on now, and his wounds have healed over. You step up to swipe at him, and he moves deftly out of the way. Uh, not a good start. All right, attack number two. Ooh, that's a seven. This is pitiful. Pitiful. Oh, oh no. <sighs> All right, and a 13. All right, Owlbear Hartshorn, maybe not too worried about you. Uh, he is worried about Honto coming up and just beating the living tar out of his captain, as is Mr. S Master Scourge, who's going to move up behind Honto, get some flanking. He's actually going to pull out another blade here, uh, a small punching dagger from his belt. Okay, tar. And he's going to try and attack Honto. 17 on the dice, that is a hit. Patrick is rolling. Rock! Four points of damage to Honto. And, um, How many actions does he have? <laughs> that uh, that was all of them. But I do need you to make me a fortitude save. One of them poisoned Katar's assy. Oh yeah, as he pulls it out, you see it is slick with 
your blood in a, in a dark ichor. Well, good luck. That's an 18, friend. You can taste it <laughs> on your tongue almost immediately as it courses through your body, and you, perhaps you've already built up an immunity to Black Adder Venom, as the DC is exactly 18. Ooh. That's a very hard DC to hit. Hey, Paizo, are you okay? <laughs> well, believe it or not, the damage you would have suffered over multiple rounds would even would have been even worse. But that's his entire turn and the entirety of turn one of this combat, which means we're back to Cassius Vell at the top of turn two. You mean Candoso? Oh, or Candoso, sorry. Uh, whoever wants it. I am indeed going to spend a focus point. And I will cast Wild Shape. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, it's happening. Oh, what's going to happen now? I have no clue. I'm a bear. Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm a bear, idiot. <laughs> Attack. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, in, uh, is there a zombie charge in uh, in uh, second edition? No. Okay. No. All right. Well, I think actually charge might be. Uh, charge is actually two actions mm-hmm. now. Uh, all right. So well, you're I'm moving going to... into Phipps. Poor Phipps Chumlet as a bear. Oh, I'm. That's right. <laughs> Phipps, I've got your number. Goodness gracious. Uh, Cassius Vell, to you. You're flanking on on plug with a Honto Okay. I'm going to raise a shield, and I'm going to faint. Twenty-three against your perception DC. Ooh, I'm on the... That's ten plus the perception. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a success. Okay, you're going to be flat-footed to this attack, and this is going to be... I'm going to use one of my finishing moves. Oh, my. This is Confident Finisher. And what what weapon are you attacking with here? This is the short. Schwat Sod. Making some flourishing kind of uh, attacks. Yeah, so I imagine he fakes like he's coming in low but in fact he's actually takes a step off the main mast to strike up high at the neck. Does a 20 happen to hit your AC? Just barely with that flanking, yeah. Okay. Thank you, flanking. Thank you, Honto. All this damage is dedicated to Honto. Shout out. (laughs) Shout out to my boy, Nice. Uh, So it's going to be four points from the short sword but nine points of precision Mm -hmm. damage due to the finisher for a total of 13 damage. Okay. Oh. Ooh, he's bloodied. He's not he's not feeling too well right now, Mr. Mr. Plunk. It is it's him and Fifth Trouble and Owlbear's turn. I think he's gonna scoot scoot a boot back a little bit. Over here. And actually he'll he'll move behind this Master Scourge and, and tell his his cronies to Defend me! Phipps will move away. Do you have an attack of opportunity as a bear? No. No, I don't. Uh, it seems like some bears right now. <laughs> uh, Master, Mr. Plug is actually just going to swallow a potion of heal on his turn. Do away with a lot of that damage that you just did, Tyler. Phipps Chumla is going to move back as well and try and bring this club down. Actually, he'll, he'll make an attack first. Attack a cast. Uh, no, he's gonna attack a giant bear. What am I talking about? Giant bear is on top of him. No. Okay, two on the first one, thirteen on the second attack. What's your armor class as said bear? 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, it is a 19. Okay, 15 won't do it. So who's going to move back as his final action? And Owlbear will start striking out at you guys. First one going to Alaris, of course. Four on the dice is a miss. Let's, uh... There. He's going to attack around the the ship's um, main mast, so giving you maybe a little bit of cover. Cassius for the second attack. That's me. Which is a 17. Uh, and that is a hit. Eight points of damage. I think third attack going to Honto. Four on the dice. That is a miss. Okay. And we are back to Honto. Your turn. Uh, you've got... You're surrounded. You've got Master Scourge on the backside of you trying to poison you with a dagger. Owlbear Hartshorn to his side and Phipps Chumlin in front. Are we at the point where, like, every enemy is... It has attack of opportunity? Like, is that just going to happen every time I try to move around an enemy? Well, it's got to be fighters. So probably not Master Scourge. Yeah, you know, what exactly they they are. Society check? Maybe figure out some of their trained styles? Uh, you know, with a minus one in society. <laughs> yeah, humanoid society. Go <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and opt not to do that, I think. Uh, I want to measure something real fast. I'm speedy. I can, I can move. I think I might get attacked by those other folks if I do that, though. They are, they're like out of contention. If you want to run up on the deck here, they have also, you know, said that they will stay out of it so long as the other side mm -hmm. kind of stays out. Yeah. For now, yeah. Uh, I am going to. Yeah, unless you just go up and start attacking Itchy Toe, Greg. <laughs> just <Yeah>. die, Itchy <laughs> Toe! I just ignore the combat and just run over and just start beating the crap I hated you since episode one! We, we would all die, but that would be the, the greatest revenge story <laughs> ending of all time. No, yeah, I will do that. I will, uh, Hunter will go ahead and make his way around the stern castle, uh, just whipping around all the others. Uh, Owlbear can have his attack of opportunity if he so chooses. Still got three people ahead of him. I think he's gonna hold on to it actually. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Well, I'm already in wolf stance, so I don't need to worry about don't need to worry about entering that. I can just go ahead and take three attacks on, on Mr. Mr. Plug here, and I think I'll do that. Okay. That's uh, twenty-two on the first attack. That is a hit. That is nine damage. Nineteen on the second attack. Ooh, that is just a miss here. No longer no longer flanking, and like I said, Phipps Chumlet seems to be interfering, trying to, to guard his his captain. He's got a special action here. He's, is it a reaction? I actually, I believe so. Would it have been used by the first attack? Actually, no. This uh, That is going to be a hit, because he has to do it every time they move. Is a bodyguard defense action. Oh, okay. So the second one is a hit? 19 is a hit, so how much damage? Awesome, so the so the Flurry did another 19 damage. Oof, oof a doof. And then... He's not third, doing so well! Third Captain. attack is going to be a miss, so... <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess Cassius can watch as, uh, just flavoring it, uh, Hondo just kind of tucks his arms up and does, like, a bit of a, uh, like a triple <laughs> axle, like, flip beside, uh, Master Scourge, and then dashes around the stern castle and just presses the attack on Mr. Plug. Clearly, no. he has a target in this fight. That lizard folk would make a great ballerina. Uh, Alaris, we are on to you. You've got Owlbear in front. 
Yeah, Alaris is struggling, as you know. Um, I think she's probably watching what her cohorts are doing. Um, and uh, Cassius is standing pretty close by, um, and I think she's going to take a cue from him and faint uh, Owlbear, especially now that she no longer has her flanking buddy of Honto. Sure. Oh, oh that's a natural 20. Would have oh. been nice to put, do that on oh, an attack, no. but, you know. Well, so the good thing is a critical success on a feint, if this is a critical success, yeah. which it should be. It is. means he's flat-footed to all your attacks. So if you attack twice now, Ooh. it wouldn't be just the first one in the sequence. It would be the first one and the second one. Great. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so if you hit twice, <laughs> oh, this dude's dead. Well, and if he is flat-footed, which he now is, then I also have my uh, surprise attacker. Your sneak attack bonus to this. Sneak attack, yeah. Oh, boy. Um, All right. So, uh, Curve Blade, the first. Yes! One, two, four. Yes! Against flat-footed. So, yeah, if he's flat-footed, that is also a critical hit. (laughs) Critical hit, sneak attack. Oh, so that's 1d6 for the sle- sneak attack, right? So that's an extra two damage for the sneak attack, and then Ooh. the critical damage would be Max. 12. Wow. All right, so damage. that makes it, oh gosh, how much you is double, that total? You, you double the sneak roll, attack, roll, so roll another yeah, d6. Too, sneak. Another d6 yeah. as well. Yeah. So much damage. Max, oh yes. my goodness. Oh, no. That's a lot of damage. I can't count that high. All right, uh, so. That's 29 damage. Oh no, he bloodied. He very. <laughs> he did. He, 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 he oh, yes. dead bloodied. One more of those. Yeah, oh. just you know, just do that again, Alaris. Oh. Just do that again. Desna is with me yeah. finally. She forsook me the time before, but I, now. I she's... liked last turn when he rolled the one and the two. <laughs> a one and a two, oh, everybody. No. All right, roll the second Man. attack. Oh, uh, there's not, there. as, not as good, but there's a three. Hey. Dang it! Thank goodness. Still, that's an excellent hit. Okay, I was getting scared there. This is gonna be a short, short combat. Uh, Master Scourge is up next. It's gonna drop that poison dagger, which didn't didn't take out Honto like I wanted it to. And the monk is mad, <laughs> going after the captain. What's he gonna do? I think. The captain's got to hold his own here. Master Scourge is going to move forward. He's going to start slashing at a bear. <laughs> it's bear slash attack. Rawr. Uh, That's not advisable. With this, is a is an agile hatchet uh, coming at you. Uh, we're doing going to do two attacks. A nine and a ten, and your uh, EC twenty. Uh, nineteen. Okay. All right. Good. That. First nine is just a hit with the hatchet uh, for nine points of damage, and the ten is a miss. Master Scourge's turn. Bring us back to you, Kendo. So turn three of this all-out melee. Can you do an impression of a bear being hit by an axe? Swunk. (laughs) Nice. Sindara Quinn is explaining to Jack Scrimshaw, he's like, he's magical, he can turn into sharks too, Jack. <laughs> Why, sharks too? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, 24 to hit. Oh, that's a hit. All right. Not a crit, though? Uh, no, not against. No. Look at that, that delicious critical damage Master just hanging out scared. down there. <laughs> uh, seriously. <laughs> that's what I really wanted. 
Um, only five points of biting damage. Rolled very low on the damage there. So, uh, but I'm back at a claw. A claw. Claw for the win. Claw number two. Uh, 24. It's a hit. Uh, roll that damage. Master Scourge accepts your offer of a bear claw. That is six. Okay, we're at 11 so far. Not doing too good. <laughs> All right. And well, let's, let's go for number three. Milmer. No, a four. Okay, thank goodness. All right. Just about everyone here has taken a good deal of damage so far. Cassius Fell, we are on to you, Master Scourge. And Owlbear Hartshorn are up in your face. Yeah, I see that. Excuse me, pardon me. I'm just going to swoop by Owlbear. Tumbling mm. through. And is this acrobatics yeah, 21. against his uh, reflex DC? Yes. That is going to do. All right, that gains me panache again, giving me a boost to some speed. And, oh, you know I've got throwing knives going to Mr. Plug. <laughs> I'm not oh, going no. any. I'm not going anywhere near no. that blade again. <laughs> nice try. Fibs jump in front of him. Fibs jump. <laughs> no, nah, he doesn't have a reaction yet. This guy's dead. <laughs> and let's do. Okay, first knife. Twenty-one to hit. Oh, that's a hit. Six points of damage. Oh, he's still up. Okay, confident finisher with the second knife. It's a twin weapon. I get a bonus to the to to hit here. Come on, rolls. <sighs> 19 to hit. Uh, ooh, that is just a hit. Oh, that's going to oh be four. Gosh. Plus the finisher is an extra 2d6. Please roll high here. Did roll high here. 14 more Whoa. points of damage. Oh, goodness. I was about to say fling, fling. four points is going to do it because two daggers to the throat. And uh, Mr. Plug is down, just bleeding out on the deck of his own ship. Incredible. Oh, no. It's my turn, and Mr. Plug is down. Oh, he had, he had cool magic stuff to do, guys. You gotta let me do If he cool has cool magic, magic stuff, stuff, don't hit me with the 2d6 sword on the first turn. I gotta I gotta murder that person. I guess Fips Chumlet can feed him a potion, but that seems like a waste of Fips Chumlet's life. Because he's probably gonna die next. His birth um, was a waste of Fips Chumlet's life. Wow! <laughs> yeah, I think that's what he's gonna do. I think Fips is gonna... <laughs> run to his his captain because you know he's got another potion on him and start feeding it down his throat as his entire turn oh boy very little hit points back but mr oh mr plug's back in it uh coughing up blood he's going to oh geez just as an a single action stand back up wobbling on his feet looking at the dagger sticking out of his chest you hear Cassius from across the deck say, I'm going to be needing those back, so don't lose them. He is going to... I had to bring him back for his magical abilities. He sees Honto, who he hates, standing up on the stairs above, and Cassius fell now very close to the edge of the ship. There's a four-and-a-half-foot guardrail, per your own description. There is, there is and stop people still from getting swept away because what is happening is he is uh, rubbing on his sword hilt here a massive wave of water kind of raises up out of the blade splashing in your direction uh, this is a spell we had last week a hydraulic push coming from his blade 
this is going to be his entire action. I was hoping to do a cool slash and push at some point with this. Uh, let me make this spell attack against Cassius. Uh, that is just going to succeed. You're at 20? 19. Just out of curiosity, so casting a spell in melee doesn't provoke an attack of opportunity in, in second edition? I mean, you don't have an attack of opportunity to do, so... That's right, never mind. Seven points of damage, uh, and you are knocked back five feet overboard. Make me a reflex save. So, because I have the feet steady balance, is mm. this to grab an edge, Patrick? It is indeed. I get to use acrobatics instead of reflex to grab an edge. Oh boy. So what's happening is a, a swell of water is kind of rushing underneath you lifting you up over that banister here. Uh, you might be able to grab onto the the boat. The, uh, right. the boats I'm that they... 100% using a hero point on a failure. But oh, I think a 19 to... on the dice is going to mean I am... It's like a critical success. <laughs> yeah. So you, you grab on and you're like now in the boat. <laughs> in the, the, the front of the boat. I'm Just on a the little, boat, little wet for wear. So, like, how about... How, dude, okay. Like, the, this, this, this gush of water comes up underneath Cassius. He backflips onto the boat, <laughs> and his hat comes down, and he grabs it and puts it back on. I've got more daggers for you! <laughs> Plug! I do. Two more. I'll... I need to award more of these hero points. You get another hero point for that, uh, Cassius. Wait a yeah. That, Yay. Uh, that was... Thank you, skill feet, steady balance. You I'm going to give hero. myself one, too. Why not? <laughs> Mr. Plug gets one for almost doing it. <laughs> I mean, it's still uh, cool. All right. Owlbear's got some attacks. He's going to try and take out Valeris. Oh. All right. First attack. 13 is a hit. Six points. Are you sure? Because I get plus two to my AC. Oh, from this first one? Uh, let me double check his stats. Oh, yeah. This first one is a, a plus 10. So your armor class against the first one is what? 21. That is, uh, yes, 23. So... Just a hint. Uh, four, uh, sorry, six points of damage. Throwing a couple misses your way and just banging up the deck behind you as he brings this club down. I like it. Oh, boy. Honto. Oh, both Fitzgerald and, and Plug are, are right in front of you, and they're both looking pretty worse for wear. Yeah. Yeah. I don't disagree. <laughs> there's no, um, I don't think there's a, uh, a bonus for attacking down at somebody in this system is there? Not really. No, you're you're attacking yeah. through the the banister, but um, yeah. And Myth Mythbusters pro proved that there's really not that much of an advantage from <laughs> the high ground. Anakin, yeah. no. Yeah. yeah, take that, Obi Wan. All right. Well, this is pretty easy then. I guess I'll just open up with a couple of, of attacks via via a flurry uh, at Mr. Plug here. I've been doing pretty well with these, so I'm on track to get some bad rolls. Well, not right now, though. Uh, 22. Just kill Oh, it. that's that's enough. Uh, oh, gosh. What did, I, what did I roll him back up at? Uh, 13 hit points back. Mm -hmm. So uh, most of that is gone from that first attack. Oh, second attack. Not so good. Two on the dice. Thank goodness. And straight let's box. do for my second attack. Let's go ahead and do... Uh, second action, let's do is another attack. Okay. Ooh. Not good. Um, oh, Mr. Plug's back in it. I didn't think he was going to live. What I will do this. Oh, two no. misses, thank goodness. Oh, you got uh, one more action? 
I do have one more action, yes. Uh, for my final action, can I like hop over Mr. Plug here and wind up on this side? Let's just jump over and down. Yes, that should right. be a problem because you're jumping down and it's only about 10 feet. And I have two feet related to jumping, Patrick. Two! Oh and a plus 10 to my athletics, Patrick. Um, <laughs> I'm jumping. I'm a leaping lizard. Alaris, we are on to you. I wanted to know if I could attempt to convince Owlbear to turn on his masters. Um, that would probably be in, in the neighborhood of a, a skill check here um, in the way of diplomacy or perhaps deception is more your, your liking. Yeah, deception is definitely more uh, up my alley. I, I, Rebecca, just kind of feel bad for Owlbear. I mean, he's been tarred mm -hmm. and feathered and treated really poorly, so... I'd, I'd like Alaris to... Yeah, well, you the character have, have chopped off his foot or something, so... <laughs> Someone chopped off a foot? What would you like to do? Uh, so I'll use deception. Let me see how this how this roll goes, and then I'll figure out what I'm going to say. That's only an 11. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. She would appeal to his... Uh, or attempt to explain, like, you know, uh, we don't tar and feather our our fellow pirates, unlike the people that you are currently defending, maybe you ought to rethink your your choices here. That's deception, so you're lying about that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we would totally tar and feather him, right? Oh, oh, must, must defend captain. Larry's no tar and feather. Does somebody have, like, a baby roof? Sloth loves baby Ruth. <laughs> uh, you can do a, uh, I mean, he's, looks like he's hanging on by a feather here if you want to try and make a non-lethal attack. All right, yeah, I'll do that. I'll just try to bring him down. And... Doing so without a non-lethal weapon, I believe it's going to be uh, a, a negative to this first attack to you. Can I punch him? Yeah, yeah try and punch him down. Yeah, I'll do that. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. On the attack? Max damage. You just late. You deck him. Jeez, Louise. You have like two hit points left. Poor Albert's like, no tarn feather. And there's just boom. And they're like slow mo, jaw break, just crumple. I just imagine teeny tiny little Alaris with big old owl bear. That's very comical to me. Oh, uh, Rebecca, it looks like you took my attack roll off of my character sheet. Let me go get that. Let me get that back from you. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, so he's he's unconscious. Uh, there's still still some more combatants left here. What would you like to do? Good question. I am going to take out my hand crossbow. Okay. That's going to bring us to Master Scourge trying to chop this bear up. I think this bear dead. Oh, you have no chance. Oh, never mind. Natural 20 on the dice, Tyler! Natural 20! You have a slight chance. Tyler, I swear Jibber, don't you just Christ. Christ. I swear to Christ, <laughs> no, no, Tyler. No, 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 no. Jibber, there's a pattern here. Who are the only two people that have been critted in, like, the last three episodes? No, it's no. there's another pattern here, which is every time Tyler opens his big mouth and says, You can't beat that person up, they get crit. It's been going on for six months, probably longer. I've just noticed it over the last six months that every time we get crit. 
<laughs> like Charlie Day with the with the billboard, like with the with the board. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I've, I've rolled low. Oh. It is only twelve points of slashing damage. How, how oh, are you doing? Great. Uh, okay, not quite bloodied yet. Okay, he's gonna keep keep striking at you. This next one is a fourteen on the dice, and a nineteen is going to hit. So another attack coming through for five points of damage. He misses on this third one, just bounces off Bear Blubber. And that is turn three, top of turn four. Cantosa, we're in bear form. Oh, we're in bear country, y'all. <laughs> uh, bear Bite! Oh, 12. Ooh, that's a miss. Bear Claw! Ooh, a 19. That's a hit! A 9 damage! Okay, he's bloodied as well. Oh! Everyone's not doing too well on the, the ship here. It's a knockdown drag out fight. This is crazy. Mm. Alright, uh, yeah, we'll do one more Bear Claw. No, no, an 11. All right. Cassius Vell, we are on to you. Just Master Scourge and a bear trading blows. Phipps, Chumlet, and Plug still alive. And you are not in the ocean with the sharks like I want. Thanks. You're, you're standing up now in the, the boat. Everyone's, like, cheering from the, the back of the ship. Rosie Guzzle's like, he didn't fall over! Patrick, are there, so are they, I see like little wooden arms on, that are like, I'm assuming holding the dinghy. Yeah, that's how it's lowered deck. down. How high up off the ground are those? Um, I imagine like a good seven, eight feet. Would it be like one action to climb on top of them? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, athletics to climb? Yes. I'm going to scamper up to the top. 13? It's a success. It's very simple. Uh, you're, you you want to like try and straddle <laughs> one of these and like stand on top of it. It's like a four or five inch beam. Yeah, I have I have really good balance, Patrick. Oh, okay, calm down. Um, Don't need to flaunt it. Uh, sorry, apologies. Uh, I would fall into the ocean okay. if I was up there. In a brazen attempt to gain panache, I want to jump off one of these arms and try and use my short sword to stab Mr. Plug. I just want to land in his space and stab him from the sky. Almost like an aerial assassination from Assassin's Creed. Yeah, so if you want to land in this square here, that's... Uh, I mean, you can jump to like the other one and jump down. It's not even going to be a... A uh, very difficult roll, but make me an acrobatics to, to do that job. Okay. Going to use... I have hero points to burn, so any failures here is just going to get hero point. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, athletics to jump. Not athletics. Oh. Same caveat. Does a 20 make it? Yep. All right, yep. So I'm going to come flying out, short sword out, in the sky. Cassius says, here's one more sword for your neck. Mr. Plug comes down with the short sword. That's a 21 to hit. And you're just doing this with style points because he had three hit points left. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> That's all you did? Yep. <laughs> just like carve into him <laughs> like a turkey dinner. Yeah, so uh, he goes across. down once more. Oh, no, he goes down once more. The rest of the, the crew of the Man's Promise booing, cheering, perhaps throwing things in your direction, but everyone is both horrified and horribly entertained by that action. Thank you. 
Uh, oh, we're still in combat. Uh, Phipps Chumlet is going to pick up his... Uh-oh. His, uh... What did I say? He, had a, he, had, he has, like, a great club. He's going to try and smash you, Cassius. Smash you well! <laughs> Cass hit! Cassius looks at him and says, I only be having two hit points, so please don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did minimum damage as well, so three points of damage. Oh, I'm unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's going to bring this second club against Honto. A nine on the dice, that's going to be a miss. And Owlbear is unconscious, so Honto, we're on to your turn. Patrick, remind me of something. Oh, oh no. There's been a lot of, there's been a lot of, like, guys that Honto doesn't like. So yeah. I, I, it's, 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 it's hard to keep track. This wouldn't be the gentleman that I double critical. You know, now, if you're going to keep track of these things, Seth, yes. It's the one whose face you caved in. He's just now healing back. Now he can, like, <laughs> breathe out of both nostrils mm -hmm. and uh, eat food that isn't liquefied. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Cool. I just wanted to make sure. Don't I you think... dare babe Ruth this, Seth. <laughs> so... When the great club comes down, I think Honto just kind of steps to the side and then looks directly at him. And it's a rare sight. It's like a shiny Pokemon. The, the corner of his lip just kind of curls into a smirk. Floria plus. Ooh, I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> Does a 20 hit? Oh, yeah. Does a 14 hit? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's 14 piercing damage for the first attack. Ooh, it doesn't matter if you do that much damage. Uh, he had 13 hit points left, so he's out oh. of <laughs> So just did one hit, just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. He thankfully didn't double crits and bookend this, this AP. I still have two actions to take. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, Master Scourge! Get out of there! <laughs> Come on, Master Scourge! The punches are coming from on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. Just kind of do the Akuma, like, die a thousand deaths slide forward behind Master Scourge, and let's do another attack. Why not? That's Ooh. a one on the dice. It was bound to happen. Okay, uh, he gets been, his chance. You've been rolling way too well. Gets his chance to try and take out. I mean, now that Cassius is down, this is... It's possible he can make it through this. First, though, we gotta take care of this bear, which I'm worried about, so. First, Master Scourge oh, hatchet. Wait, wait, what about Alaris? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Alaris, don't make me forget about you every combat. You're and then, skipping and me. then you <laughs> come and kill me! This happened yeah. last week! Yeah. Oh, no! Do you do you hear those death tolls? I thought you were just That's hanging Alaris. out with Owlbear now. <laughs> you wanna keep fighting? Okay. Rebecca, I apologize, but please don't kill Master Scourge. Uh, you're, you're, you're <laughs> He's in, all I've got left. You're in trouble. Oh, no. All right, Alaris is going to uh, come and stand right next to Honto uh, and uh, hopefully hit. It's going to be like a single sword swipe, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a 23 on the attack. All right. But all right, only that's five a hit, damage. But he's not dead yet. He is He is massively bloodied, though. Uno mas. Uno mas. Second attack. It's oh. 20. Oh, you, you, slice, damage. you slice him in half. He's yeah. yeah. Uh, we're out of combat. <laughs> oh. oh. Three of you guys still standing. One of them uh, rapidly losing fur and turning back into human form. This combat is called as the, the crew moves forward, uh, cheering and jeering all at the same time. 
but with that final blow of Laris, Sindara Quinn lets out a great huzzah, as indeed the beating is over. A dying, uh, dying condition like three, Mr. Plug is kind of sliding backwards on the deck away from you, Honto, delirious from loss of, of blood and injuries. And he fumbles with a, a potion bottle that is already emptied uh, and slick with blood, just like trying to pour it in his mouth. Uh, he lets it slip and it clatters across the deck and coughing. He says, yeah. you, you all think you've won <laughs> when Eric and here for what you did. He'll have his revenge. Um, Hunter, if nobody stops him, will make his way over to Mr. Plug. Uh, and just kind of, uh, stand over for him for a moment. And, uh, he'll just growl under his breath to pay you watch me. And he'll step directly on his throat. He doesn't live too long after that as he was already a goner. <laughs> He'd taken so much damage and there's only so much magic can heal. With that done, uh, he'll look up at the stern castle at the people who were ostensibly on the side of the people that we just successfully defeated. And he'll Itchy twist Joe it. Greg is just like looking at the sails like, huh, huh, yeah. And when he's sure he's got some eyes on him, he twists his foot. Ugh. Yeah, sword, uh, all their weapons are stowed or they've like put them down on the deck and they join the, the rest of the crew. Sandara Quinn comes up and will heal you up, Cassius. <laughs> minimum damage, but you're, you're back Minimum up. damage? Uh, minimum health, nine points back. Uh, he is a heals, ghoul. Heals you back up and says, we're in charge of this vessel now and, and, and we'll have to decide what we do with it. But we're not beholden to Mr. Plug or, or, or Captain Harrigan. Any longer, we're our own crew. Like the weakest huzzah comes out of Cassius. Huzzah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> how, how are the rest of you guys doing? I think Alaris is, is a little bit nervous about when Owlbear wakes up, what he's going to think of all of this. Hopefully he's on our side now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Sindara will see to him and, and snap him out of it. and He'll drop his weapon and say, Don't, don't hurt Owlbear! In terms of hit points, Hunter's doing great. Still got more than half hit points left, so he didn't really get that hurt. He got, he got hit once, and it was a critical hit. Of course. You're a, you're a monster. I can't what? believe you survived the the only dose of black adder venom that I had for this party. I'm a monk. I have really good saves. That is that is a good thing. I, I wanted to let you... Uh, I didn't know who was going to uh, necessarily, but uh, Master Scourge was going to save it for one of the the bigger threats of the party for sure and you uh, definitely count as that um it does 1d8 then 1d10 and then 2d6 poison damage so it's three stages Goodness, wow that's really crazy huge yeah it's pretty pretty bad pretty bad like i said like you have got an immunity to it so yeah standing up and, and taking stock of your wounds you've got a a vessel that is filled to the brim with with pirates looking to you guys for some commands you've filled up on on water and treasure from this bone rack aisle uh, what what is next in store for you all I think uh, Hunter will probably find himself next to Candoso and Alaris if they're 
if they're near each other, and uh, he'll just kind of turn and look at Cassius, uh, expecting him to say something. He always seems to. I call dibs on Mr. Plug's sword, if that's what you're trying to ask me. <laughs> I only feel it's fair since you did <laughs> stab me repeatedly with the darn thing. You know, tried to kill me by throwing me in this briny deep with it. Uh, Cassius, I, I think we I think we were looking for something a little more um, <clears throat> long term. I, yes, I have, I have not not like not like within the next three minutes, but like you know, maybe tomorrow. Cassius or... stands up and straightens his hat and says, "Right now, although the ship be ours, there be a improper name and an improper identification to it. I think first thing we should be doing is naming her." And Taking her into a proper port for repairs and equipment and get her re-signed on as with new owners. I think I know a place that could probably fit that bill. What say ye? Let's hear it for our new captains, and Dara says. And Jack Scrimshaw walks to the front of the ship and says, Oh, it's me! That's right! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I cast a uh, glitter dust over on... Uh, Cassius, so he looks uh, extra resplendent in the sunlight. Yes, he's a vampire. Oh, oh, you're you're going with the uh, the other one. I got it. I... Jack Scrimshaw will will remember this. Is is Jack Scrimshaw within five feet of the edge of the ship? <laughs> no, he no. he stays dead center of the ship the entire time. He he's learned his lesson. Damn, that's a that's a twenty eight on athletic athletics check. <laughs> You can lift him up that, on your shoulders. Yeah, yeah, that, little, that little boy would have been so, he would have been like 30 feet out into the water. <laughs> Maybe next time, Jack. You'll, you'll have my vote next time. Where the ship goes, what it does, what your heroes do from here on out is a completely unwritten book. A, a voyage that is yet to be sailed. Uh, but we will uh, when we come back. Because it's a tale for another time here on Dead Men Roll No Crits. As you have bested the mutiny of the Wormwood and everything Bone Rack Isle has had to throw at you guys. And you've also bested living through all my <laughs> my best attempts probably at low levels to kill you all. Uh, as you're no longer level 3, you are now level 4. Yeah! That is exciting. That's also... Before I get too far away from from the phrase, the, the best thing about Honto is he always has a tail for another time. Mm. Oh. oh boy! Well, oh it only took twenty-one episodes for that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's got several tails. No, for just the one. Literal. Just one big one. Yeah, we we have we have a lot to do next week as we set sail, indeed, from book one of Skull and Shackles into the, the next segment which I'm going to say this about every book but it might be my favorite one <laughs> um, and uh, we will learn about your guys' level 4 character levels up boy howdy we've got a lot to do <laughs> for next time and uh, yeah we'll, we'll maybe find some more mysteries we'll see what you guys can purchase with all the, the booty you've collected in these adventures so far so much booty at first it was like, here's a few silver pieces and maybe a couple of gold. And now you're pulling skulls worth 20, 30 gold pieces off of uh, 
We got Can't shark's be. teeth that cast spells, you know. You got everything kind of you stuff. wanted. But yeah, that's going to do it. Thank you guys for playing with me this week and this book. Thank, Thank you, you, Patrick. Thank, Thank you. you Patrick. Excellent fun. It's crazy that it just took 21 episodes, but Patreon subscribers, thanks for sticking with us through these episodes. If you want to hear more, just keep subscribed and, and uh, helping us out. It means a lot, and it means we get to play this awesome game. So thanks so much. And from everyone here at Demon Roll No Crits, we'll see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Ahoy! Bye. Farewell.